Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And how are you, Miss Ambrosia? I am getting over the flu for the second time. I know. I feel like you've been gone. You've been sick for a while, and I feel I like we. I feel like we've also been like alternating who's hosting the podcast. Like I feel like you're hosting the podcast, and then like last week I was hosting the podcast. Yeah. And hey, I promised everyone I was like, I, well, we're gonna get together at least one more time before the end of the year, and you know what? We made it happen. That is a Christmas we, miracle. We did make it happen. It, <laughs> all the stars lined up tonight, and it worked out. Absolutely. Yeah, I had to reschedule like so many readings and ah, if you have one, if you're seeing me live and you're like, I have a reading scheduled with her that I had to reschedule. I get it. I, uh, to be honest, I wanted to be a hundred percent and I had a reading today that I was like, we're going to see how this goes. Um, but it went well. So I'm going to jump on board and reschedule everybody for this week. I just wanted to make sure that I was back. Back baby. Back and um, better than ever. How, how was your was holiday? Your... Well, I beat you to it. I know. I beat you to it. The holiday was really nice. It was Ever's first Christmas, or his first Hanukkah and his first Christmas. And um, so we went over to my parents' house and we just did the Christmas thing where you just open the gifts and you uh, eat and you lounge and play games and my parents got a lot of grandparent time in and it was just really nice. It's just, it's such a nice, it's so nice that we have certain days like that where there's like planned lounging. There's planned doing nothingness. You know what I'm saying? With family too. It's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Just existing with each other is nice. Yeah, I really think so. I really do. How was yours? It was good. Um, Oh, I just dropped something. Um, it was good. It was a lot of lounging. It was a lot of relaxing because, you know, I wasn't feeling 100%. Um, Did we, Santa, was uh, Ollie happy with what Santa brought? Ollie was pleased. With, was Ollie happy? Ollie was happy with what Santa brought. Yes. Well, I, I actually, um, I was really asking that question not to get his critique on his presence, but more so like, is he still believing in Santa? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I think next year is going to be the last year. Oh, next year is going to be last year. Okay. Bryn, my middle child, is more devastated about that than I am right now. Um. Because we brought her in on, 
the idea of like helping out and you know she gets to come downstairs when he goes to sleep and help do all the things and um that's going to be gone and she realizes like that part of the magic is kind of over and so she was pretty upset about it this year and I think we're all starting to realize like everybody's getting older. Like we had on Christmas morning, we had a big nerf fight, all of us. And it was really fun. And my oldest one, I said, Riley, come downstairs and, you know, have a nerf fight with us. And he's like, nah, I don't want to. And I leaned forward and I said to him, Oliver's getting older. He's not going to play with nerf guns forever. And this might be one of the last times that you get to do this. And he kind of looked at me and then was like, oh shit. And like came downstairs and played with us. And that I think we're all starting to realize that once Ollie gets older, like that magic and that innocence is kind of gone. Like my middle child doesn't really care, you know, to hang out with me anymore like she did. I mean, she likes to snuggle with me every now and then, but it's not the same. So everybody's getting bigger. It's kind of sad, but. That is really sad. I feel like, I feel like though, it's kind of, it's, it's so in line with like the cycles of birth and death, right? Because Mm. it's like, okay, something's dying, right? But then the new wave is coming down the line, but it feels like, it feels like some, I just say that in watching my parents with my son, it's like, I'm sure for the longest time, after I grew up and was being a brat and was being not playful and all these things, they were like, oh man, like that's it. It's done. And now they get to live this second life as with the children again and like with, you know, through the child's eyes. And so, but I get it. I I mean, I, I already am looking at that day when like, like my, my, I feel like my journey has just begun and I'm already thinking about how, little time I have because of how often you say that because of how often you say we they're only little for this long we only have this many years and I'm so glad that you said that so many times over the course of our friendship because I think if I didn't have someone to remind me of that who's already lived through it yeah I might take it for granted you know I think we do. I think often, and this is not what our podcast topic was to be about, but I'm glad we're talking about it. I think oftentimes we get annoyed with our parents. We get annoyed with, you know, the people that we love. We get frustrated with our kids, whatever the case may be. Right. And we don't realize that I think I have a unique perspective because I talk to dead people all day. Um, I've worked in hospice and I have little ones that I have kids that are 18, right? So I've kind of seen the little things moving into early adulthood and not that I've been around so long and I'm so wise, but anyway. You are. I appreciate you. But it's interesting because I think you can get annoyed at people and you can choose to be frustrated and you can choose to be annoyed. And part of the beauty of death is that that person is gone and therefore like they don't annoy you. You know what I mean? Like they're not there telling you like you should call aunt Carol or whatever the case may be when when they were alive or you should need to lose 10 pounds. Right. Yeah. But, but that's also like the sad part is like, yeah, they're not little anymore. They only get 10 Christmases with them. 
Yeah. That's it. And then a new chapter begins and another chapter is closed and that's it. Or it's just interesting to look at it in perspective of, I remember this movie that um, people had time on their wrist. Do you remember that? Yeah, out of time. Out of time. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think that if we looked at time like that, I think we would spend the time that we have here very differently, but kind of the catch is like your taxes. You don't know how much you owe, right? Like you, you don't, you don't know how much time you have. So it's, I don't know. It's, we spend it like it's going to last forever, but in reality it's not. Yeah. Honestly, I've been thinking about all of that a lot lately. Like, um, my, uh, Ever since having a kid, especially, I look at my parents and I go, oh, my God, like it just hit me like if when one day like they won't be here and me growing up with my parents, like my parents were my everything like they were Mm -hmm. always the two constant forces there that were there for me. And some people have different types of relationship with their parents. Maybe they were closer with an uncle or a best friend or some other something else that they held dear. But like to me, my mom and my dad, especially because I was only a child, they were just always there and always and I've been very close with them. And it hit me so hard. Like, oh, my God, like one day I am not going to be able to pick up the phone and call them. Like Mm -hmm. what you were saying about getting annoyed, like my dad he always wants, whenever I talk to him, current, present day, he always wants to play me the newest piano song he wrote and the new, you know, and it's just little things like that, that normally are just like, okay, okay. Like, you know, you do because you love them. And, and also it's nice, but like things that you are so used to because it's been happening for so long that you totally take for granted. And then when we were over uh, for Christmas, I sat, something told me like, sit down at the piano with him and like, take out your phone. And I just started recording me and him sitting down at the piano and like listening and just, I was like, wow, I know I'm going to want this. Like, I know Mm -hmm. I'm going to want this because those things are the things I'm going to remember about him. But I totally take it for granted now when it's happening. And, um, and I was also like talking to my mom the other day because I was telling her, I was just like feeling really overwhelmed and just trying to integrate like being a mom with work and all this stuff. And she, and I was like, and I started crying because I was like, what am I going to do when I can't call you anymore? Like it, that's also makes me so sad to think about like I can't even and my mom (laughs) had the best response and she was like well hopefully that's not going to happen for a long time but also you've assured me that even when I'm gone we're still going to be having conversations so I hope that you're going to live up to that and I was (laughs) like (laughs) I was like you're right because I was like that's so something I would say but also hey you're on tv just so you know Um, sorry, my husband just walked through the shot. Um, but also I was like, you know what? Technology will probably be, I'm hoping that technology will also make things really accessible by then. I guess Mm. we'll see. But the point is, sorry guys, this is, uh, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. No, I just wanted to, uh, if you're listening, that was your phone. Pick it up. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. 
I just wanted to piggyback on what you said and agree with it. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And also, this does tie into our topic because our topic today is just looking back at 2022 and looking forward mm-hmm. into 2023. And something that I've been thinking about or feeling about about the next year is that and this is a little out of order, I guess, but something about the next year that I've been thinking and feeling about is like, it's about, this sounds hallmarky and cheesy, but I really see moving forward, like it's about our experiences together. Mm-hmm. I, we got such great gifts this year, little gifts for each other, and I loved it all. But I'm telling you, every single one that I got, every single I just was like, I don't need this. I yeah. don't need it. Like, is it is it is it nice? Is it a sweet sentiment? Do I love it for those reasons? Yeah. And do I enjoy it? Sure. But do I need this? No. It's just more. It's more stuff. And I really do value stuff because there is some stuff that makes life a lot easier and is necessary, and even some stuff that I just purely enjoy. But at the end of the day, it's just accumulating more stuff and it's starting to get kind of meaningless because we have this on-demand society. Like I saw some girl talking about how she was like, I miss the days that it took a week at least for the thing you ordered to come. I miss the days when like I had to wait, when I had to look forward to something. And like, I think she has a point where it's like, we're so, we have all of this instant gratification that I love the convenience of it, but it's also like, does it mean anything anymore? You know, it's Mm. just, there's no, I've talked on here over the years of how like, I, for example, if I really like a TV show, I'm going to binge that TV show, right? I love going through it. What was that phase that you went through with your bachelorette party? What was that? What TV show was that? Oh, 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 Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I love that show. But my husband classically is a, like, he knows how to savor things. Like, he enforces me to, if we watch a show together, I have to only watch one episode at a time because that's what he will enforce. And, you know. I absolutely hate that. I do too. (laughs) But looking back, I realize "Mm, it's. It's nice. Like, it helps you appreciate more. It helps you feel like you got more out of it. Does that mean I don't binge other shows on my own? No, I do. But I'm just saying it's nice sometimes when you have to slow down and savor life. And I just think that 2023 is going to be, in my opinion, about that life experience and trying to savor it more and trying to slow down and and experience it more what's it going to be about for you what a wonderful question (laughs) um excuse me um what's it gonna be for me that's a good question you know 2023 is for me it's a lot of like um closing different chapters and ending things that like tying things up with like a little bow is how I feel. And there's a a certain level of sadness to that. And then there's a certain level of excitement of what's coming down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot of like closing one chapter and opening another. Um, 
so I'm excited um, for the possibilities and I'm excited for things that are happening. But I am also like letting myself, you know, be a little sad and be a little sad that like, okay, this part of my life is over. This part of my my uh, experience in that life is done. So it's interesting. I spent too much time this year um, wondering like, what if? What if things had been different? What if I had come out sooner? What if there's this moment that it's a weird moment and I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but I remember like I worked at the YMCA at this time and the funny part um, about the YMCA is that when I worked there, the whole front desk, all of them were lesbians, which is really funny, but I digress. <laughs> so um, I remember there's this one girl that works there and um, a bunch of people went out drinking the night before. And this was in my phase of like, I'm not gay. I, I just like to kiss girls, <laughs> but I'm not gay, right? And so I, I tried to not only, I did successfully kiss this girl, I tried to go home with this girl. And everybody <laughs> that I was with, that I worked with at the Y, was like, no, this is a bad idea. Like, do not do this. So I thank God. So I didn't. But the next day, I remember one of them came up to me and was like, hey, like, let's talk about what happened. And I was so not ready to face who I was that I was like, I'm not even talking to you. I'm not even speaking to mm. you. I don't want to. And I literally locked myself in my office and wouldn't come out. Mm. Partly because I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. I didn't have any place to fit in. Mm -hmm. And like, there was a lot of like uh, internalized homophobia there that I didn't really want to deal with. So I have been thinking like, what if I had just listened to what she had had, she said to me, right? Like, mm -hmm. cause I feel like it was more of a gentle, like you need a friend right now, which I absolutely did. Yeah. Um, but you can't change the past. It is what it is. Um, but I think I've spent too much time taking those little moments in my life and various things, not just that, but thinking about, well, what if this had changed and this had been different? And I just don't want to do that as much going forward. Mm. I want to be more in the moment, like you're saying, and I want to, um, I want to let myself be happy. I want to let myself be content with where I am. And I think, <laughs> sorry guys, my son is, uh, he's babbling quite a bit. So if you hear him in the background, um, you're fine. I, and I think what you're saying is like, it's such a brave thing to do. Like, I know it Maybe it sounds simple on the surface, but it really is such a brave thing to, like, allow yourself to be happy, like, to really mm -hmm. do what that means, you know, because mm -hmm. you and I were talking today about how in order to allow yourself the potential of happiness, you have to acknowledge that there is pain, like, there is pain yeah. in this life, and that is not going to be avoided necessarily. It's in fact, it's like one of the certainties of life. Like pain is a part of this life. 
Yeah. But we spend so much time trying to prevent pain that we actually cause ourselves more pain and prevent ourselves from feeling the joy that we are so desperately wanting, you know, at our core level because we're afraid it'll bring us more pain. The more that you actually are able to feel, the more potential you have for pain if you lose something or you get hurt, or you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it really is such a brave thing to do to allow yourself to actually be happy. And um, and I'm really, I'm really looking forward to watching you in this next chapter because I think you... You know, I was thinking about today when we were at like, I think we were at one of our live events. This is way early on the podcast. And I remember you were telling me, my guides were like, she going to do it? No, she's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. About like taking this bigger leap. Mm-hmm. And you were, they were all like negotiating amongst themselves. She's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. I, it popped into my head today. And I feel like it's, it's that for you because because I ended up doing it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they think I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I did. I did do it. So I think that uh, I feel like that's kind of saying like you're at that point where you're going to do it in your own way. And I'm I'm excited to to witness that. And I also want to say I liked what you said, like, I'm not going to do this. I've spent too much time doing this. I have one of those. I've spent too much time this year saying that things are too hard like Mm. literally just being like there's so many things that i just immediately file in the category of oh it's too hard like i don't want it or like i'm too tired or just continuously reaffirming that i don't have enough energy i don't have the resources i'm not creative enough i'm blah 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 none of which are true but the more i affirm it the more it felt true and the more i got in the habit of doing it And I feel like I had done that way too much this year. And what I want to do next year is create – it's kind of similar to you, just more in a creative sense. Like create or fail doing it. You know what I mean? Like dare to suck. Dare to suck. Like I keep getting this message in my head. It's like you're here to be a creator. You are a creator. You're here to create. What do you want to create? It's not mm-hmm. that you're here to create X, Y, and Z. And if you don't get it right, then you're, you suck or you fail. No, no, no. It's you're just simply here to create. So what yeah. do you want to create? And what can you create? And like, why don't you play around? And why don't you experiment? And before you just say, oh, that's too much work or oh, that's too hard. Just why don't you try? You might yeah. have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So that is... That is what I'm looking forward to <laughs> next year, or that is going to be my personal challenge to, uh, to yeah, just stop saying that. Hmm. Stop saying that. I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good personal challenge to have is be careful with your words. That goes back. It's almost like going back to the basics for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like I've – um. I've really come to terms with the fact that I have complete time blindness. I'm working on it, but I will probably. What's time blindness? So I do this so often. Um, If I have to be somewhere at noon, I have to be there at noon. I will leave my house at noon. 
because I have to be there at noon. And I think I'm gonna magically teleport to that location in like five seconds. And what Mo, my girlfriend has shown me is that like, no, you, it takes 20 minutes to get there. You've got to leave at 1140 or, you know, 1130, like whatever. But you have to factor in these moments of time. Grocery shopping is another one where I've got to, I don't know why I do this. I've got to be somewhere at four. So I'll go to the grocery store at three and I'm like, I can be back by four. No, you can't. No, you can't. Cause you got to factor in the grocery time. That's it's just that never occurs to me, which it's I'm starting to get better at it. But what I've done is like I've put everything in my calendar, grocery shopping, an hour like and if I'm early, cool, I'm early. But like it's to me when we talked about in the past, like I hate being early to places. That's very different than what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like, I genuinely don't factor in those times because in my head, it doesn't make sense. So like it doesn't you exist. Talk. Like you're just focused on the doing, not the all the lead up and the. It's like, I don't even know if I, I don't know what I'm focused on. I don't know how to express it. It's like, it doesn't even occur to me. It doesn't occur to me to factor it in. It doesn't right. occur to me to that I'm missing something it just doesn't occur to me at all so yeah it's interesting yeah totally guys I'm gonna I'm gonna literally kill my husband (laughs) because he literally suggested that we do this now he's I hear my baby I hear him on the phone (laughs) (laughs) When you showed me your office, when I came there last time and I saw your office in the living room, I thought to myself, this is going to happen. This what's happening now is going to happen. And I was like, all right, well, you know what? We're just going to we're going to go down this road and it is what it is. It'll be fine. Well, Can you believe it hasn't happened until right now? Like it's taken this long to happen. I mean, it has taken this long to happen. And kudos to both of you for this amazing um, why do I have so many bags under my eyes? Like, what is happening? They're not even like designer bags. They're just bags. Anyway, I digress. Thank you for the chuckle. Like some Louis. Yeah, not Louis. Louis no, nope. these are cheap Target bags. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Babyfoot. Babyfoot was originally created in Japan in 1997 as an easy and effective at-home treatment scientifically formulated with 16 natural extracts that exfoliate and moisturize at the same time while bringing the spa experience right into your home. Launched in the United States in 2012, Babyfoot quickly became a household name among foot exfoliant products. Babyfoot offers a selection of at-home foot care products that are quick and easy to use. Trusted internationally with over 25 million Babyfoot peels sold worldwide since 1997. That's 25 years. Babyfoot has seen great success in big box retailers, grocery stores, and natural food markets, health nutrition, fitness studios, boutiques, gift shops, spas, salons, online stores, and in the medical industry, aka sports medicine, oncologists, podiatrists, dermatologists, and plastic surgeons, making Babyfoot the leading and most trusted brand nationwide for the healthiest, smoothest feet. The most innovative 
total foot care package, this gentle process leaves skin undamaged while removing the dead skin, revealing the fresh, healthy layer beneath like a baby's foot. Simple, effective, and effortless. If you'd like to try out Baby Foot, you can go to babyfoot.com and get 20% off your purchase when you use the code INNERBLOOM20. That's I-N-N-E-R-B-L-O-O-M 20 in all caps, and you will get 20% off your purchase. Enjoy! Do we have any comments from the beautiful listeners? Yes, actually a lot. Let's go to them. Uh, hi, Shira. Hi, Judy. Shira! Judy! Oh my gosh, Judy. How are you? Oh so my gosh, you're dry. Kristen Garris said, 2023 for me is about continuing to build my toolbox. I like that. Getting my master's in Reiki and herbalism and opening my heart space and connecting with my true self. Oh, I like Ooh, that. I like that. I really like that, adding to your toolbox. Shira uh, said, it's like editing YouTube videos. Fun, frustrating, and yet still creative, and all you have to do is just start. Exactly. Mm. That's that's. I, I had an experience of editing a video, and I always say, oh, I don't want to do videos. Like, I want someone else to do the videos. And then I always forget, like, my heart. My dad taught me to edit when I was a little girl, and I love it. Like, and I have a knack. I actually don't think I'm a great... I actually think what my main skill is, is editing. It's not even like, like some, my parents who say that I was a really good writer or I would, whatever. I don't think I'm that great of a, I'm a fine writer. I think I'm a good editor. And I always kind of shy away from it or want to put that on someone else. It's like, I don't know. It's really crazy how the work we avoid. I think you're very tech savvy and you don't give yourself enough credit for that. Yeah, you've always said that. I, I, you know what it is? I just think I don't want the responsibility because I think uh, I have to prove something. I think I that have makes to, sense. it has to be amazing and it's not going to be amazing enough. Um, but thank you. I appreciate that. Judy says, I feel like sometimes the experiences we create that we end up giving up on are intentional placeholders for the experiences we should really be focusing on. And all we needed was some time to process or allow for things to unfold, if this makes any sense. Wait, I feel like sometimes the experiences we create that we end up giving up on are intentional placeholders for the experiences we should really be focusing on. Judy, give me an example, because I feel like you're onto something. I just need an example. Um, uh, Anyway, we also wanted to, though, reflect on 2022, because 2022 was like a really important year. I'm just going to throw that out there. It was a hard year for me, personally. It was a lot. It was a lot of like, um, it felt like a lot of like pushing and pulling, pushing and pulling, like good, bad, good, bad, Mm -hmm. more so than I think about any other year. And maybe I'm just still in it. And that's why I feel this way. But I I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that makes total sense. I think you did go through like roller, like roller coaster, up, down, up, down, down. kind of trying to find balance again, Um, Mm -hmm. like being kind of thrown off your balance and you're trying to like find what the middle is. Um, Yeah, I I definitely see that. I, I think 2022 for me was, it was, it was an anticipatory year. Like Mm -hmm. it was an excite, like I had a lot, I felt like there was a lot that was building, you know, and then at the, cause I was growing, literally we found out we were pregnant January 2nd. So almost exactly a year ago. Um, but 
it also is a year of like uh just like depth of feeling i feel like mm. you know i feel like suddenly i just <sighs> just relate so much to everything you've ever said to me <laughs> and that i that i didn't relate to at the time because i couldn't because i wasn't a mom um but everything just feels like it's so much more intense in terms of like feeling and in terms of trying to juggle i actually had a dream last night that I don't know. I can only think like has to do with some of this, but it was like a bad dream where I I was like trying to catch a flight. I couldn't find my confirmation email or I can I couldn't I couldn't pack quick enough. I kept realizing I mi- I was missing stuff. So I'm like trying to do it and like the time is ticking away and I'm realizing I'm just like floundering and I need help. So then I start telling people around me like I really need help. Like I'm going to miss this flight. I'm going to miss the holidays. I'm going to and people were just like walking by me like, okay, well, it's fine. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not fine. Like I really, really, really need help. And then it got so bad that at one point I looked in the mirror and like half my face looked like I got punched in the face. Like I like it was black and blue. And I was like, look, like things are really bad. Like, I don't know how I got this, but like shit's bad. Like I need. And people were like, no, you're fine. You're fine. fine. It's it's nothing. I don't say anything. And it just kept going like that until the end of the dream. I was screaming at the top of my lungs and no one was reacting. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what it this is what people say when they say like I felt like I'm screaming and no one can hear me, you know, Mm -hmm. and I I don't know, like I I feel really supported in many, many ways. Um, But it was I think it was just maybe it was like a reflection of. You know, when the part of me that's kind of freaking out, like, can I do this? Can I do this? I hope I can do this. And everybody's like, you can totally do it. It's like everybody else has more confidence in you than you. Do you, do you mm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. So I think I think actually it's interesting for you this year was a bit like it was a hard year where you were trying to find balance and trying to like get back into equilibrium Mm -hmm. I feel like for me 2023 is going to be that year for me of like finding balance because there's now so many more things to juggle yeah I agree I I can see that that makes sense I mean I feel um we should pick a word for 2023 we should pick a word you know what's funny is that remember like our year our fearless year <laughs> yeah. one of the things we should do that one year anyway one of the things i wanted to do was do the polar plunge right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i signed up for it this year i paid for it i'm like i'm fucking doing it and it's supposed to be next week and i'm like oh i've been sick with the flu twice i don't know i want to oh. do this and i'm like every year i tell myself i'm gonna do it and then like i'm like oh I don't know if I want to be uncomfortable for that long. Like, (laughs) Yeah, in fact, I actually don't want to be uncomfortable, so. (laughs) Like, oh, it's just so funny. It's, like, such a good metaphor of, like, I'm going to fucking do it. And then I'm, like, maybe next year. I think that's the whole thing. It's, like, do you ever do – you know how the cold plunge thing is, like, 
a whole wave right now, people doing cold plunges. Oh, like, yeah. So do you or – No, I really do. Okay. Yeah. And I was going to say something mean, but I won't. I, I won't. <laughs> Well, I look at it and I'm like, oh my, like I was watching this TikTok of these uh, girls, they were like 25 or something and they were hiking and they were hiking somewhere extremely cold. There's snow everywhere. Like it's freezing and they get to a lake. The lake wasn't frozen, but they get to the the lake and they're like, all right, let's do it. And they start taking off all their clothes and they're going to go dip in the lake, like cold plunge. And they do. And they just look and I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? No, 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 never. But they do and they come back and you can just – they're like alive, you know. They're screaming and they're laughing and you can tell like every like, blood is coursing through their body. And I just was like, why do people do this? And it's like because they want to feel alive. They want to feel – Well, I mean there's a lot of health benefits to doing it too. There's – okay, so yeah, but cold you don't, water why therapy – Why do you do health things? Because you want to feel alive. Because you want to live longer. But – but – Cold water therapy actually boosts your immune system. I understand that I don't want to get sick again and I'm not doing it. I get the irony, everybody. You don't need to email me. But it actually boosts your immune system and it also helps fight depression. Like there's a lot of um, benefits to it. That being said, um, I do feel like it's you got to really remember when we went to Sedona and I jumped in the pool and I thought I was going to die. I have that, that video awful. on my phone still. <laughs> I was making a montage of our retreats and I put that in. Um, but then I took it out because it was like it, it was like showing up on the wrong part. But I ha- yeah, I love that video. Yeah, it's a I it was so cold and it wasn't even that cold, mind you, everybody. But I was going from the hot tub to the pool and it was um, very, very cold outside. And it was so cold that I could not scream. I like no sound was coming out of my body. <laughs> but you think of it fondly, too cold. don't you? I do. I do think it of was it a fondly. moment. It was a moment. Um, but speaking of that, if you are not up for the cold plunge, don't worry, because in our upcoming retreat in February, we have a heated pool. It is. Oh. It has been promised to be heated, and it's out amongst like all the mountains and Joshua Tree, and it's gorgeous, darling. Um, Beautiful. So wait, wait, wait. But before we go into announcements and stuff like that, what is your okay. word for twenty twenty three? I like tranquility. Mm, I like that a lot. I like that a lot for you. I think mine is going to be like, it's so basic, but right now is the best I got. I'm just going to be create, like, just or oh, it's act. It's cute. I love like, it. act. Like, action. Like, just do it. Like, the Nike, that, that, can I have a phrase? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. I just love do it. it. Sounds familiar. Where do I know that from? <laughs> I think you created it. Yeah. Doesn't sound familiar at all. I love that. I love that so much. That's cute. Mm. Are you going to do a vision board this year? Um, My own version of it. Yeah, maybe. But I'm just going to limit it to like a few things. Like I'm going to like put like three things up there. I think sometimes like I get, it, I get overwhelmed with all this stuff. I think I just want to like focus on a few distinct things. What yeah. about you? I have a vision board on my phone right oh, now. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Is that it. an app? No, it's just Canva. Cool. 
Sweet. Oh, I should do yeah. that. I should do that. That would be fun. Um, okay. Anything else we want to say about 2022 or 2023? I want to say bye, bitch, to 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you conquered that shit. Oh, my gosh. Whew. It was a good one. <laughs> if someone would have, I don't know. Mm, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I just, I think about it. I think about it a lot. I've said it a lot. If someone would have been like, all right, Ambie, this is what's going to happen in 2022. And it really happened in 2021. But like, the, I feel like I got a recoil effect in 2022. It's just interesting because I feel like I would have been like, mm, I could see it, but probably not. You know what I mean? No, I anyway. feel like if someone had told you what was going to happen, you would have been like, so you would have backpedaled like that's why you don't, you know, when they always say, we can't tell you because it will like affect the outcome. That's oh, why. Oh, yeah. Because if they, that's if true. you were told that or if you psychically saw that, you would be so scared back then. Back then. Yeah. But that's why I think you came to it when you did because that was the time when you could handle it and move forward. All right. We got to wrap <laughs> this up. <sighs> I don't know what is going on. But, um, <laughs> not watching this online on facebook live you absolutely should be because her facial expression oh my god her husband's in so much trouble after this it's so exactly exactly Um, i can't wait actually um i'm just like do you want to do the announcement or do you want me to well real quick yeah um come to our retreat Come to our retreat. <laughs> we're uh, we're doing a retreat February twenty third to twenty sixth. Uh, heated pool and all. It's out in the middle of Joshua Tree, amongst the mountains, in this mm. beautiful property. Um, and we are planning some secret surprise adventures for attendees, which we always do. What have we done in the we past? Always do. We've done helicopter rides. We so did cool. a drum circle with indigenous people. Um, we have, what else have we done? What did we do at the last one? We were trying to do a hot balloon ride, but we had to like, uh, well, the wind wasn't, yeah, the wind wasn't great with that one. So we had to change it. You know, we can't, we can't kill anybody. Um, but we've done, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say something, but I think it's what we're going to do for this one. So I don't want to say it. Um, but yeah, we have done fun stuff and we are planning to do fun stuff and we're doing alien stuff and it's going to be fucking great. You know what? Joshua Tree is really good for extraterrestrial activity. So I, know. I was talking to someone about, about that who was saying that they want to come to the retreat and they have they got a reading with you and said they have a an like an ET guide uh, mm-hmm, that you told mm-hmm. them about and I okay. was like, mm, the desert's really good for that." So, makes sense. Um but anyway, uh it's going to be great and you know what a, a big thing about this next year is about like we said experiences, living life, going out and having fun and doing the things that you want to do. I was thinking about this and I know a lot of people that have things they want to do, things they want to experience, but maybe their partner isn't really into that or doesn't or kind of doesn't have the same desires or maybe even their friends that they have now, they're not kind of into that stuff, but they have a desire in them to go see something, go do something, go have an experience or, you know, get out there. And for 2023, just stop. You don't have to wait. 
That's why we do these experiences. That's why we do these retreats because you don't have to wait for the people around you to be ready. You can come with us. You can come with us and have these experiences so that later in life, you're not looking back going, God, I wish I did more or God, I wish I just followed that calling to get out and have a different experience. We are creating and curating these experiences so that you, all you have to do is say yes and come do it with us, new friends. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I'm going to say this really quick. Um, Mo and I were talking about this yesterday. She was, we were talking about something that I did. I traveled by myself and she's like, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, it's so exhilarating and self-empowering to travel by yourself because she's like, she said to me, you're the person that like will go for a run in your own neighborhood in the middle of the day and take mace with you because you might get mugged, right? Or you think you're going to get sex trafficked. And I'm like, well, yeah, but also, yeah, I did. I did travel by myself and it was really, it wasn't scary. It was actually exhilarating and it made me feel more comfortable in myself and more confident in like my abilities to, to be an independent woman. So if that's another thing that's holding you back is like, I don't want to travel alone. It's really exhilarating and it's really fun and you should give it a try. Indeed. Also, Mo is going to be on the retreat. Mo is going to be on the retreat. So Mo is going to be the chef. Like what? She's trying out the recipes on me and I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like I've gained 10 pounds. It's, (laughs) It's a lot because she's trying the recipes out for me, but she's also like trying the recipes out for me with the serving size of like 13 people. And I'm like, this is unnecessary. (laughs) So (laughs) it's delicious, but holy shit. Mind you, Mo does we like, it's so perfect because first of all, everyone was trying to get Mo to come on the retreat when she came to the, um, Georgia. Uh, combos with arc nine. Oh yeah. 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 Um, events. Everyone was like really wanted her to come. Cause she's like such a good time and good vibes. And, um, and, and anyway, so Mo is a firefighter. So I don't know if you guys know this, but when you're a firefighter, uh, some people are put on kitchen duty sometimes. I don't know how they sort out who, but it's like rookies have- and then like it goes to whoever's eating and stuff like that. So you <laughs> have to learn to cook for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. like be the chef. And so, uh, and actually, you know what? I remember, Ambie, when I came to visit you, when we went to the Convos with Arc9, Mo was, Mo had those like big trays out and she was making kale chips and they were so good. And I usually am like not a big kale person, but they were so good. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Mo's going to be there. She's going to have an omelet station. She's very excited, very <laughs> excited about this. Um, come for the omelet station. Come, I mean, come for the omelet. Stay for the company. No, um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's, gonna it's be very fun. exciting, but it's also gonna be um, customized to you. So that's very exciting as well. So yeah. So um, yeah, it's first come first serve. Uh, there's a link on this Facebook video, and also we'll put the link in the show notes um, if you're listening on audio. But um, I think that's it for right now, right? I think so, join, too. Join Patreon, bonus content there. You guys know about yeah, that. help us out. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, Stop no, making but, us beg for it. But 
<laughs> but honestly, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so much just for being a part of our audience, for allowing us to do this for mm. four years now. It's oh four my and gosh. Half years. I know. Crazy. Oh my God. Sometimes cool? I think about like this ending and I cry. And I'm like, I can't. I can't go there. <laughs> do you Isn't know that how, crazy? Do you know how? No, I don't like that. <laughs> you think about the ending. But I guess it maybe will end one day, I guess, um, when podcasts aren't cool anymore. But, um, no, you know what? I really love being able to tell some. When I tell people I have a podcast, they go like, "Oh, what's it about?" I'm like, they're like, "How long have you had it?" I'm like, four and a half years," and they're like, "Oh, like they don't expect, yeah. they don't see that coming." It's a and legit like, podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but we've been really, truly, thank you so much, everyone, for being a part of our listening audience. We cherish each and every one of you. We love meeting you. We love getting to know you all more. We love seeing your names pop up. Um, we oh, wish yeah. you all the best 2023 and, um, there will be an episode this Friday, but it's pre-recorded. So we will see you next, next year. Next year. And until next time. Keep on blooming everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it. If you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.